This spotlight is brought to you by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Welcome to Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wynette. Today I'm joined by three local nonprofits, Sharing Connections, the Chorus of DePage, and the Naperville Environmental and Sustainability Task Force. You're watching Spotlight, and joining me now from Sharing Connections is Mia Chermer. Mia, so nice to meet you and Thank have you, you on the show. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. So Good. let's just kick off with how did Sharing Connections get started? So in 1986, our founder, Leanne McGrath, uh, was watching the news, actually, and she saw just some different, as we all know, sometimes when you watch the news, there are some things that will raise your curiosity as to what you can do to kind of give back and help. And so she pondered for a while, what can I do? What can I do to make an impact? And she literally went around and started talking to social workers, went to schools, churches, and said, is there anything I can do to help? And at the time, I think some people were taken aback by that question, like, <laughs> well, what do you mean? And so she actually connected with a social worker who said, I have somebody that is in need of a crib. And so Leanne went out and asked friends and family and, and, and went into the community to say, does anybody have a crib that you're not using anymore? And lo and behold, somebody brought her a crib that she put together in her garage and she put it together and she was able to give this crib. And from 1986 to 2001, she did everything out of her garage in Lyle. Wow, that's amazing. Yes. And you have a really good motto, right? Yes, um, tonight everybody eats at a table and sleeps in a bed. Yeah. That is our vision. I love that. I yes. absolutely love that. Well, and it starts with one crib, right? Yes, not absolutely. Not sleeping on a bed. Absolutely. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yes. So now talk a little bit about that's how Leanne got started and, and what she brought to the table for that need. But who is the need being served by? Who are you serving? So we serve a variety of groups uh, throughout the county um, and throughout surrounding counties. We work with um, we work with groups, domestic violence, victims of domestic violence. We work with veterans. We work with families who have had unfortunate um, either natural disasters or if they've had a, a fire in their home. So we work with those are some of the groups we work with. We work with many other groups and as needed, different groups will pop up that need our assistance. So, so Mia, how does a person uh, go about getting help from Sharing Connections? You know, if they need a bed or they need a table, how, how do they go about that? Absolutely. So when um, there is an individual that is in need, they typically through their church or someone um, in their community, they will get connected with a social worker or a case manager. If someone doesn't have that availability and they call Sharing Connections, we have resources that we can point them in the right direction. So the first step is that we work with over 700 agencies, social workers, case managers, and we are in DuPage County and then 12 surrounding counties. So we're throughout Illinois that we're able to assist individuals. And once they are connected with a social worker or case manager, they do the initial screening in the sense of um, what their needs are and they help them find a place to live. So then when we, when the individual comes to Sharing Connections, we already have an idea of what their needs are for the place that they will be moving into. 
Okay. Oh, so I, and I think that's really interesting, right? So it's not for, you know, somebody who maybe is down on their luck and just needs something. It really is truly working with those partner agencies, identifying individuals, depending on the circumstance, who, who really very much need it and need a new place to be and be able to furnish it. Yes, that is correct. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So now um, just give us a little description of, of what that uh, looks like over in Downers Grove. Okay. So um, it's actually, sometimes I get out of my role and I'm able to actually work with individuals and it's really very special uh, to have this experience with one of our guests. Um, so they will come in and we will just take a couple minutes. We have a room um, in our front office, so we have a little bit of privacy to chat. We take a few minutes to kind of get to know the individual and know what their needs are a little bit more so than just what we received on the referral. And once we do that, then we know, uh, we have a better idea of what we'll be looking for with them. So when they come in and once we go into our showroom, they first have the option of picking out clothing. So they're able to pick out clothing for all members in their household and take as many pieces of clothing as they need for each of their family members. Um, and then once they are done with that part, then we go into the showroom. And in the showroom is where there's everything. And we provide, if, this is, if their need is that they need pots and pans, we furnish everything from towels, pots and pans, dishes, through couches, end tables, lamps, and then beds and cribs. And beds and cribs, um, sharing connections, um, we purchase all of those new. Okay, mm -hmm. okay, all right, that's important to know. Because I think that's the one item in your house that is very personal, right? We spend Correct. a lot yep. of time in yes. bed, if yes. we can. <laughs> yes, for sure. Yeah, now so, okay, so a lot of that stuff other than those, which are new and you're purchasing, everything else is donated. So how does a person go about donating to you? So um, we have a couple of different ways that, um, that, and we really appreciate the support of our community because we could not run Sharing Connections without the donations that the community so generously provides for us to pass along. Um, so we um, have two different options. We have our drop-off door. So in Downers Grove, we have um, from nine to three, Monday through Friday, and then Saturday from nine to noon, um, an individual can come and drop off both furniture and um, household items. And then if they would like to schedule a pickup, um, we have our truck, which we finally call Big Yellow. And Big <laughs> Yellow goes out into the community two days a week and you schedule that online and um, you schedule your appointment and your pickup time online. Okay, that's very convenient. Very, very, and it's yeah. easy. Yeah, so yes. soft goods to furniture. Now, obviously, it takes a lot of people to do what you're doing. So how can the community get involved with you, Mia? So um, our biggest need, I would say, would be volunteers. Uh, we are lucky in the sense that our staff, we have four staff members, and our organization is run on volunteers. So um, throughout a week, we have approximately 60 volunteers that come in and out. And what's great about volunteering at Sharing Connections is there's flexibility. So when you come in, if you can come in Monday one week, but you can't come in for three weeks, that's okay. You do it all online yourself. Um, and you can schedule, and you can register to become a volunteer online. We have a few different positions that we um, need volunteers for. That would be some examples would be collecting donations when donors come and drop off, um, sorting donations once they come in, working with our guests to help pick out furniture, 
And then we also always need help in the warehouse with moving furniture and um, helping clean um, furniture that comes in and get it ready for the showroom. Okay, so lots of flexibility, yes. lots of different kinds of jobs can work with clients or not either yes. way. You got Absolutely. a lot going on over there. We do, we do, and it's wonderful. I mean, it is wonderful and I, you know, I, I love going to work every day, so. That's wonderful. Well, listen, thank you so much for stopping by. We of appreciate course. it. Yes, it was great to be here, and thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. And if you would like to learn more about Sharing Connections, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. Growing your family, opening your own business, retiring to travel, leaving your legacy. At Busey Bank, we know there's a lot to look forward to and a lot of planning along the way. Celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini, member FDIC. We live in a safe community, but not a crime-free community. If you see something, say something. Be a Naperville Crime Stopper. If you're just tuning in, you're watching Spotlight. I'm your host, Jay Wynette, and joining me now from the chorus of DuPage is Bill Marshall and Jeff Matthews. So very nice to have you both with us. And um, Bill, I'm going to start out with you. Give us the G2 on the chorus of DuPage. Chorus of DuPage was founded right in downtown Naperville. Okay. The Green Lantern Restaurant on the second floor in 1961. Wow. So we're about 60 years old. We're a 50-voice men's chorus. Uh, we range in age from nine years old, Holden, to 90-some, who's George. We love to sing, and we meet every Tuesday night right here in Naperville. I love that, from nine to 90. Indeed. Everybody get along? <laughs> um, yeah, it's rehearsal is almost, uh, it's just a night out for a lot of us. Okay, that's wonderful. So Jeff, you perform in about 50 different places uh, throughout the year. So give us an idea of where we could find you. We do. It's a wide variety of places. Um, at a lot of veterans events this time of year. Okay. Fourth uh, of July, uh, we do parades and senior living facilities. Um, we've done a few of those just in the last, in the last few weeks. So it's... Um, uh, uh, quite a bit around Naperville and the surrounding community. So Okay, and so really just bringing the joy of singing to a lot of different groups who might that's really right. appreciate it. That's right. Yeah, that's wonderful. And Bill, well, yeah, okay, so barbershop singing. I know what it sounds like. I've heard it, but what makes it unique? Well, I would say the most unique thing is it's done a cappella, which is a Latin word that means without accompaniment. Yeah. So there's no guitar. There's no organ, there's no drum set, there's no piano, it's us. Mm. And the other thing that's interesting is there's a lot of drama and energy and comic relief in Barbershop. This is not a church choir with robes standing still for 45 minutes. We're on the move. I mean, we love to entertain and it's much more of a show than it is a choir concert. I love that. Um, and, and, you know, acapella, I mean, I can't sing worth a lick. So, so guitars, drums, it wouldn't matter. Is that harder? I would imagine that's a little bit harder without the instrumentation. Yes, it is. One of the one of the hardest things for us is to start at one at one pitch and to stay there for three and a half minutes mm. because 
your voice energy often drops a little bit, and so you end up a little flat. By the end of, <laughs> so we spend a lot of time sitting up, raising our eyebrows, and staying on pitch. That's probably the hardest thing. Okay, interesting. Gosh, okay, I've learned something there. So, uh, Jeff, you're relatively new to the group. What yes. threw you here other than Bill? <laughs> <laughs> and some great guys like Bill. So, St. Patrick's Day Parade. So, there was a hay wagon and some gentlemen were on singing, probably 25 of them singing, having such a great time and smiling and laughing and singing. I enjoyed the sound, but like you, I, I'm not a singer. I wasn't a singer, Okay. And, but I was drawn to the smiles. And so I went to the next rehearsal the following week and it was great. The, the parade show wasn't a, a show at all. That's how they are. And so rehearsals, before rehearsals, during and after. It's it's so much fun socially. I have to say, it's it's um it's my favorite day of the week. Oh, that's um, wonderful! And you really must okay. So uh, you're learning to mm, sing. You didn't that's right. sing before. That's so that's fascinating. Right. That's right. Yeah. There's hope for me. <laughs> there is. Maybe not. Maybe not in the chorus of the page. <laughs> no, you're welcome to come Tuesday nights. You're welcome. Um, Bill, you're part of a bigger mass barbershop uh, uh, choir, and you've got a concert that is coming up, right, in December. So say a little more. Two big Christmas concerts coming up, not just us, but eight different barbershop groups from across northern Illinois. There'll be 90 people there singing. Uh, we're in St. Charles at Baker Church on December 10th and at Barrows Auditorium at Wheaton College on December 16th. Okay. Get your tickets now because they will sell out. Um, they always do. And all you need to do is go to our website and make your purchase. And I'd do it certainly by December 1st or December 5th if you can. Okay. And would you recommend that kind of a concert for family? Is it family friendly? How, how long? Like getting those kiddos to sit still. What, yeah. what would you recommend? I would call it definitely a family friendly event. This is Christmas carols. It's pop music, but it's silent night and joy to the world, plus jingle bells and let it snow. And we actually do one number that's really geared to the kids. So I would say bring the kids. In bring fact, the kids. if they're under five, they're free. Oh, even better. Love it. Free. Well, I think this is a good time that we should maybe bring on a few of your singers and have a little listen prior to the uh, concert there, right? I think we have four little elves. They're going to do a quartet number from the Christmas show, and you'll get a sense of a quartet. Barbershop is either quartets or ensembles or a full chorus, but most people know Barbershop by quartets, four guys or four okay. women or whatever. That's what you're going to hear. Okay. Thank you so much for stopping by. We wish you all the best for the Christmas concert. Uh, and to find out more about the Chorus of DuPage, please go and visit their website. You can get those tickets there. And uh, we're going to take a quick break right after we hear from these lovely gentlemen. So stay tuned. We'll come back in a little bit. What fun it is to ride and sing a sleighing song tonight. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in one horse open sleigh. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in one horse open sleigh. A day or two ago, I thought I'd take a ride. 
seated by my side. Jingle, 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 jingle. The horse was lean and lame. Misfortune seemed his lot. He got into a drifted bank. And we, we got up Jingle, 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 all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride on a open sleigh. Oh, jingle, 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 bell, jingle, all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride on a open sleigh. A one-horse open UC Bank is proud to partner in building business and growing wealth since Welcome back to Spotlight. And joining me now from the Naperville Environment and Sustainability Task Force, or NETS for short, are Kathy Clarkin and Carl Van Drill. So nice to have you both with us on the show. And I'm going to start right off with you, Carl. What is NEST? How did it get started? And what's its mission? Yeah, NEST is a group of dedicated volunteers that got started about five years ago that uh, wanted to make an impact on the environmental stewardship here locally within Naperville. That became, in 2019, a task force uh, that the city sponsored us to create a, a Sustainable 2036 report that then the city used as their, the basis for their work plan, their sustainable work plan that they created in, in, in uh, 2020. Um, and, uh, you know, our focus has been on primarily reducing Naperville's carbon footprint. Okay. And, um, and through that, um, we, we really focus on a positive message to, to, this, to the, uh, the city and the, the citizens of Naperville so that we focus on things like how we can save money with sustainability, how we can have cleaner air, how we can have cleaner water, and how we can have a, a, you know, economic vitality here within the city, as well as um, a better future for our children and, and for our grandchildren. And that we do all of this in a collaborative way, not uh, so that we are working together with the city leaders, so that we can come up with solutions that work for everybody. I love that. Partnership is always in collaboration. It's a great way to work, right? Yes. Yeah. So, Catherine, say a little bit more about the way that it operates, because I know you've been there since the beginning. So share a little bit about how you do operate. Yeah, so we are all volunteers and we have no less than 10 committees. So the first five really are looking at best practices around sustainability and doing a lot of research on those things around where we get our energy, how we move around our built environment and how we manage our waste and natural resources. And then we have three other committees that take that information and share it with our community, with our city government and our school districts. So that's three additional committees. So I'd like to take a moment to tell you a little bit about one of our high school programs. It's called BLAST, which is Building Leadership Around Sustainable Transformation. 
And this is kind of like a Shark Tank kind of competition for high school students. So as individuals or teams, they can come up with a project to solve some sort of environmental problem and then get paired with a mentor to develop that project and then participate in a competition, which is gonna happen in April. We're really excited about that. This is uh, open to any high school students in the area and um, it's co-sponsored by another local nonprofit called Accelerate Climate Solutions. So of course, for that, we have more information on our website. Okay, well, you've got a lot going on there, a lot of committees and a lot of research mm -hmm. and information. So Carl, what is kind of the main area of focus for NEST right now? Yeah, I mean, one really comes to mind and that is our biggest opportunity to reduce Naperville's carbon footprint is uh, the energy supply that Naperville gets. Uh, it is 80% powered by coal, which is one of the worst offenders of you know, the environment um, you know, that, 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 that is possible. And um, we, we are at a long-term contract for uh, this energy through 2035. And uh, there's some current efforts for our supplier to renew that contract uh, fairly early, as, as early as next year. Nest is trying to impact the, the city to put, uh, put the brakes on any decision and not do anything too soon until we really understand what the options are and what may be more environmentally friendly positions that the, the city could take and what options there would be uh, beyond what our current contract uh, involves. We're also involved in other really practical things like we're working with the city on a new bike plan that might lead to improved biking infrastructure within the city. We have an opportunity next year to improve the energy efficiency building codes within Naperville. Uh, the state mandates the same code for everybody, but next year, it's exciting because there's an opportunity maybe to do a little bit better. So we want to do, work with the city to understand what those provisions are and maybe are they right for Naperville and should we consider adopting those within Naperville as well? Okay, all right. So you got quite a few things that you're working on there, right? Yeah, and, and Catherine, and I think this sort of goes, that's what you're working on sort of on a larger scale, but what are some of the things that individuals can do to reduce their carbon footprint? So thanks for that question, because this is a way that all of us can get involved in climate action is just thinking about our own personal carbon footprint. And the great news is that it doesn't necessarily have to be hard or expensive. The federal government provides tax credits, our utilities provide rebates. So let me give you an example. If you own a home and you have the bright kind of roof and you have some sunshine and you put solar panels on your house, the payback period for that is a handful of years, and then you get 20 years of free electricity. And who wouldn't want that? <laughs> <laughs> and um, another technology that people maybe are less familiar with is you can switch out your furnace and your air conditioner for something called a heat pump. And there are federal and local incentives to do that, and those incentives are only going to get better uh, next year as new policy comes online. Another thing I'll just quickly mention is Carl and I carpooled here in an electric vehicle today. <laughs> and so uh, vehicles are actually the number one source of greenhouse gas emissions in Illinois. So the more that we can get out of our cars and walk or bike or ride in an EV, um, the lower our carbon footprint will be. Okay, so some actionable items that yes. people can look into. So let's just follow that up as we close out. How can people get involved with you, Catherine, and how can they get more information? Well, the first thing I would like to say is that 
I would love for anyone to come to our regular community meetings that we have the third Monday evening of each month. Um, those are hybrid, so you can come in person at the Municipal Center or join by Zoom. And we always have really great speakers. Mm -hmm. We have a YouTube channel that has some of our past speakers on there. And then of course our website is a great place to go learn more information, find out how to volunteer, uh, find that report that Carl mentioned, Sustainable Naperville 2036. Um, so yeah, we would love to hear from folks. Okay, so people can literally get involved and they can mm -hmm. also access your information. Yes. Lovely, well thank you. Thank you both so much for coming by and sharing some more information with us about how to make a more sustainable future for the future generations, right? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And for more information about Nest, please go and visit their website. I'd like to thank all of my guests for joining us on Spotlight and our friends at Busey Bank for their generous sponsorship of today's show. To learn more about the organizations featured on this episode, please go and visit our website at nctv17.org. And to stay informed about what's happening in our community, sign up to receive our daily news update and like and follow us on social media. For Spotlight, I'm Jane Burnett. Thank you for watching. This episode of Spotlight is brought to you by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank.